Hey, everyone, welcome in. It's The Wrap. Tom Azoway and Clarence Black in our studios in Farmington. The Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios here. And uh, welcome in on a Tuesday, another day of uh, quarantine. But I see a lot more cars out and about now, uh, CB. What's going on in your life? Pissed. What are you pissed about? Pissed, man. Hold on. We got to put your mic on. I'm upset. There you go. I'm why hot. Are you, why are you hot? I'm hot. Why is that? I'm hot because I watched easy. episodes. Take it easy. Three and four. Easy. It is damn documentary. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to war. You see me on Twitter, man. I'm I going do. to war. I see that. Bro. I see that. It's on. People are talking about I us. I hate to- Chicago. I hate the damn Bulls. Jordan is petty. People are talking about us Detroiters. They're saying that uh, we're taking this too hard. And actually, they, they find it to be a joke that we're even talking about this 30 years Listen. later. Man, I didn't at mass. I, all right, let me ask you this question. What is the last thing to literally make you transport into your 12-year-old, like, the team you hate yeah. self? The Red Sox do that to me. What happened? I mean, like, the last time you literally were – even your wife was like, "You need to calm down." Like you, like you literally. That was what, like she walked in in yeah. the, in, the, in the man cave, and you were twelve year old Tommy Mazaway. Like literally, <laughs> no maturity. You're just twelve year old fanboy, and okay. you are. You I can are do pissed. that. Anytime LeBron won a won a, a game, I go back. I can't help myself. LeBron. LeBron. When he beats Golden State, when I, I no, I'm talking when you were 12. Okay, I, when I was 12, you can go way back then. I'm t- yes, I'm. I want to know the last thing that made you transport yeah. back to being 12, and you yeah, you're just asking, like, you're asking me what games transport me back to when yes, I was really pissed. The thing, like this wasn't a yeah. game. This was a. I did not expect this dumbass documentary to to put me <laughs> in the frame of mind that it has. I was just telling Terry and Jimmy. They should play the bad boys 30 for 30 and let the people see that back-to-back with this Michael oh, Jordan yeah. doc. But he said, they'll put that on at like 3 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Man. Because I, that's a great documentary. Oh, it's phenomenal. But it's told from the Detroit side of things. I, I, I was too young to – I wasn't – so – because you were already an adult. Yeah. Right? I'm not I've been an adult you. for a long time. Okay. So, look, man, I was – Admittedly, first title, 89, uh, 12. All right? So, man, I hated – I didn't hate anybody. I didn't think I could hate anybody like I hated the Celtics. The Celtics yeah. were it for me. I, I hate them. I hated the Celtics. Yep. And then, ironically, I hated, like, them damn them, – them, the, 80, the 88 through 90 clean, Cleveland Cavs. Because I think people forget. Yeah. Terry, it's like – snuck up there. Them damn – the Pistons could not beat. Yeah. For anything, them damn Cavs. Harper, Doherty, Mark Price, Craig, Elo. Like, the Cavs was in our – I just remember, like, the Pistons are never going to beat the Cavs. I remember thinking that. Yeah. But when I tell you that by 90, my hate, hate for the city of Chicago and the Jordan Love Fest. Because I saw, I saw it coming, man. Like, the, the league wanted him to be – they earned, wanted him to have the it, crown. Man. He earned it. I'm not saying he didn't. But uh, the league did a lot to help usher that in. Did, the, did they lift the weights? Sure, I get it, man. But damn if they didn't change the rules. And free agency chain. A lot of things 
fell to his favor. A lot of things. And you know what? That's just, I can't fault him for when he was born or how the league changed. But when I tell you this whole thing, man, for me, has made me get to a place of just sheer freaking hate. I hate it. And I love the bad. I, I listen doesn't, to me. It, doesn't it feel good to hate? It feels sports so hate good is, to sports hate. Sports hate is great. Bro, I it did, really is. But but the problem that and I said this, and I want your I want your thoughts on here cuz yeah. here's my issue. Rivalries for a rival to exist, one of the both of the parties have to win. From 88 to 90, this was not a rivalry. This was ownership. It was ownership. You shy town bastards. We owned you. You didn't win a playoff series. It wasn't it wasn't a rivalry. It was a massacre. Period. Then in 91, oh, the Pistons got old, and then you go and win, and all of a sudden, our rivalry weren't. It wasn't a rivalry. What became a rivalry happened after all the whining and complaining. Then after the fact, you decide it's a rivalry. It wasn't a rivalry. You were owned. Maz, you beat your little brother. In 10 straight or 9 straight, he wins the one. And you decide, hey, man, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I got a family. I got stuff to do. And he's like, yeah, my, me and my brother had a rivalry. You're like, it wasn't a rivalry. Well, that's Michigan-Ohio State. Like, this is such a joke. It really isn't a joke. It isn't because it's about, it's about Listen, respect. The Pistons beat him three out of four players. Yes. We know that. Okay. Yes. But once the, once the Bulls beat him, that was it. You didn't hear from the Pistons till 04 again. True. True. That and nobody's no one is arguing the ascent of the Bulls. And they won how many? Well, no 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 no. How many? They they won 6. But this idea like this documentary like people are out there floating like, you know, after they beat the Pistons, it was 10 years of excellence. Like no, it wasn't. They weren't they weren't bro. They had 91, 92, 93. That's 3 years. And then they had 96, 97, 98. That's again. Yeah, but they could have won. Years. They could have won no, the no, year no, that Jordan no, no, no. So, then, so now you're just pissing no, on no. the Rockets. But they lost on game. They lost in Game Seven to the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, yes. Without Jordan. Without Jordan. And I'm a Knicks fan. It you know you. that. My, but my point is that it's, rivalries. It's a decade of dominance. Okay. Because they lost twice to the Pistons uh, uh, before yes. they won. Yes, lost twice to the Pistons. Okay, before but that they you won. count that. But it's not a. It's that's, not their a ascent. that's their ascent. It, it's, it's not dominant. They didn't dominate for a decade. They had a six-year stretch where they were amazing. And I didn't tell Jordan to leave. Jordan left. But when Jordan left, Jordan deprived the opportunity for a rival to come in. The Knicks beat the Knicks beating them without Jordan is an asterisk, and the Knicks knew it. But the Knicks were coming up. Eighty-nine. The Knicks were coming the Knicks up. Were good. But and this is what I say, man. You for you to have a right. The 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 biggest problem that I have with this whole thing is that Jordan took this break and robbed. You didn't get a chance to go up against the Rockets. The Pacers couldn't close it. The Knicks couldn't close it. 
And the magic, Jesus, has, had Shaquille stayed. Yeah, who knows? God, who knows? Because yeah. tell me, that boy wasn't a problem. It was. Anthony and, and that, that team. They, have Horace Grant and that, too? they had Horace Grant, yeah. uh, Dennis Scott, Penny Hardaway, yeah. in his prime, healthy. Yeah. The things that have to add, but again, by that point, that was in free, and, and you could really argue that Shaquille O'Neal was the one that kind of took the cap off of free agency. At that point, then it was guys weren't staying around. Like, if you think about deals, deals went from eight to like eh, maybe five. And now they're like, eh, three years. So, they benefited from so much, but in there, the Pistons are the stain on that on that run. No one else, and I think that, and that's what makes Jordan so petty is he can't just say, "This was my hurdle. It was a hell of a hurdle." When we got over it, yeah, man, we we ran through, and nobody else. No, I, yeah, he did. I've watched it like twice each time. He did say that. And I'm not I'm not rooting for him. You know that. Yeah. He did say it. And then the, they and had then to get the, past Detroit. We weren't going to be good until we beat Detroit. But That's why they lifted man, the weights. Like the the thing with the like the Pistons. As much as I hate to say it, and I think even the NBA is somewhat guilty of this. And the Pistons have some. They, the Pistons got to take some blame in this too, with the bad boys and the pirate logo and the black and all that. Like you, you can't get upset when you. We all lauded our villain. The Pistons were the villain, yeah. And we lauded it. We celebrated it. Like the bad guys, they were. They were Steve Austin, Stone Cold, glass break, like going at management. Got it. You can't then go back and say, okay, but like time out. So they did. People hated them. But even in all of that hate, man, there's there's respect. And what people are trying to do is just write it off. Like, like the thing that drives me crazy is people keep talking, yeah, the Bulls lost two years straight. Like, no, they didn't. It was three. Why are we forgetting about 88? It was 88, 89, 90. Like, it was ownership. But that doesn't fit the narrative of somehow. That doesn't fit the narrative of Jordan's greatness. Like, this guy on Twitter was like, it was 10 years of dominance. I'm like, so from 88 to 98, the Bulls just dominated. Yeah. No, they didn't, dude. No, they didn't, baby. You got you got back-to-back champs in there. So you're discounting the Pistons and the Rockets because it's convenient. Well, he was coming up when they was fighting the Pistons, and he he had left with the Rockets. Like, what an, what an insult. He was like, back why, for the second Rockets. Why, the, the need we f- – this, this insatiable thing that sometimes sports fans have, man, to like – like you just – you can't – you won't let yourself – and I get, I get it when you have to acknowledge your rival. And I get, man, you know what? Michigan fan has got to hurt. Look at the first round. That's why you don't win. Period. Or just look at the whole draft. Right? You mean Lions? Yeah. But if you're a Michigan fan, you want to know why you don't win. Ohio it's because look at the number. Look yeah. at the number of the first round picks. Yeah. Like I get so I'm so I get so pissed off because you can love Jordan without trying to take away from the Pistons. And then, oh, by the way, again, man, the Celtics did the same thing and abs- with absolute, like, no accountability to it. Nobody put a, a microphone in Bird's face. It's just that's that's why Detroiters, I think, are so pissed off because it's like not only do you want to cast us as the villain, but it's like we got to be the scapegoat, too, for every – you're trying to now – they were everything that is wrong was wrong with basketball. Right. And all of these people after the fact because they want joy. It's just, man, I like, ugh. 
How about CBS after the Pistons win Game 7? Who do they interview right after the game? Yeah, the loser, right? Yeah, they interviewed Jordan. Thank you. How? How? When have you ever seen that, man? You don't. You don't. When have you ever seen somebody close out, I, wait, I beat you, and you telling me you can't find Isaiah Dumars, Lambeer, somebody? They didn't give a damn. No, right. because they were ready. It, they were the, ready for next year. They were already passing. They had. They had even already. We have to get the hero yeah. because even in, even though he lost, what did they always the heroic performance? Correct. Of. And so Isaiah will always be the Don. That's how that. That's basically what this all. Uh, Isaiah is looked at. Isaiah could cure cancer, but he was still he was still a piston. In their tactics, and that's what, what is with Johnny Most? Typical. Disgusting. Disgusting. just with his jowls out. I hated that guy. And his blood pressure meds sitting there. I think he burned his pants one time. His, did you know that? No. He dropped a cigarette in his pants <clears throat> and lit himself on fire during a game. Johnny Most. Look that up. That's a true story. I told my wife. When we like first met and we were talking about sports and stuff, and and you know, she, my wife grew up just and like a an average sports fan at best. Yeah. She, you know, army army person tried twenty years in the in the army and moving around. And and when she met me, she really has now gotten into sports. And and I was like a hardcore Detroit sports fan and Good. watching the documentaries. And and I remember when I met her, and I was like, "You have to understand this thing." And this is I'm I'm just telling you this flat out because all my boys, we were all sports heads. And she'll be like, it'll be like two in the morning. She's like, are you? She'll come like, are you seriously? And like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, we're it's just group text, and we talk about the Lions. And she'll be like, look at me, like you're retarded. Like, no disrespect to anybody out there that's special needs. I, I'm just saying with her words. These were her words. Yeah. But I said, there is nothing. There is nothing in the history of the world for which people give that much emotion. <laughs> For something that has very little impact on their day-to-day life. Sports. Sports. Amen. You listen to The Wrap, Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black, NRM Streamcast, the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. We're breaking down, not breaking down, just chatting about uh, The Last Dance. Did you notice if you hashtag The Last Dance, what comes up? Little icon next to The Last Dance? It's a goat with 23 on it. It's literally a little oh, you goat. Just told me that with twenty three. I'm I'm it. seriously over here right now. Like I I I'm ready. I I I only can tell you I feel like this. There's only two times in in my life I that where I get this kind of like and where I feel like the beating and the, like and it's when I'm wearing a uniform and it was when I used to play. Those are the only two. Like I I literally recognize in me right now my level of of just preparedness to throw. Because this is just, and that's why I say, like, I can only yeah. tell you right now, you're sitting, this is 12-year-old me. I'm, I'm like, happy. Bro, this is 12-year-old no, me. It's like, good I'm, to know. I'm, I'm, I'm hot about, right now. Now, since the quarantine has started, you know, my TV viewing really hasn't changed. I've always watched old games, old TV, documentaries, over and over again. My DVR is filled with 30 for 30s, mm. football life, timeline, you name it, that's on. I even have... Uh, I just got rid of the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Super Bowl. Just dumped that off because I needed, you know, more stuff. Then you got Batman, Green Hornet, Leave It to Beaver, Partridge Family, Brady Bunch. That's my DVR. I watched in the beginning of our quarantine. 
I told you. Lakers, yeah. Celtics. Yeah. Three parts. Yes. Two hours, yeah. two hours, Amazing. two hours. Six hours. Mm-hmm. And do you know, I forgot a lot of who, who was going to win. So I watched it. Like I mean, my brain doesn't work like, as good as yours, man. Because you are on it when it when you you know the year, you know the. Right. I used to be that way, and football, I'm better off than than I am in basketball. But I watched it hoping the Lakers are going to win, because I hate the Celtics, and I got disappointed, and disappointed again, and disappointed again. I cannot believe the dominance the Celtics had over that Laker team, and mm-hmm. at one point. I think they had beaten them like eight of nine. Ownership. Oh, that's ownership. ownership. Oh, yeah, ownership. Complete like two decades. Yeah. And two I, decades. And I forget the Lakers when they won with Jordan, excuse me, with uh, Magic as the center, they beat the Sixers that year. Yes. Yep. You, know, you forget the, the Sixers had a little bleep in there too, just yeah. like the Pistons. The Sixers are a bleep. The Pistons are a bleep. They really are. Those yeah. are two forgotten teams. Yes. In this, let's yeah. face it, it's Celtics, Lakers, Bulls. Yeah, 80, That's your NBA. 80, 83, somebody said that, uh, so friend of, uh, my old battalion commander, um, Colonel Gidry, awesome, amazing dude, Villanova grad, Philly, like Philly to the to the, love, to the heart. Love Nova. He said he remembers not being able to breathe, that he was so... Because they knew if Dr. J didn't get it in 83, he wasn't going to get it. And everybody loved him so much that they – he said he remembers crying when they lost that game without Kareem. He literally – like the – he said if if it was today, Dr. J losing um, at home to a rookie – it, they were just like people were like, wait, Kareem's not playing. He said you that he remembers literally, like they had parade. He yeah. said that you if it's the eighties, was a hell of a team. That's but he said, dude, if it was back then, like if you had social media, he's like, Doctor J might not play. He would have, he might have just said, I'm done because everybody like you talk about heartbreak. We lost to a rookie who played center in place of a of the greatest a, who, a man who was the the what like. About to be considered the greatest. He was yeah. the greatest collegiate ever. Let me take you to my Dr. J story, and I probably told you this a million times. But I was a Nets fan, of course, and a Knicks fan. Right. And I love the ABA. Yeah. I can name all your ABA teams. I can name your stars like you yeah. would believe it. But when the NBA and the ABA merged in 76, four teams came over. Mm-hmm. The fifth was St. Louis. They were supposed to come over, but yeah. they made a deal. We don't want to come over. We just want a percentage of the TV rights of in the perpetuity. TV rights. And the NBA said, oh, sure, because our TV rights were $10,000 right. back then. Yeah. And they made out like bandits. Right, like bandits. But to take a story now, I'm so excited because day one, game one was going to be on CBS. It was going to be on primetime. The opener, Lakers, Nets. That was the opening game in 76. Look it up. Wow. I opened the. Woke up that morning, ran downstairs, 7.30 in the morning, get my New York Daily News from the from the front porch. I open it, back page. Dr. J sold to Sixers for $1 million. That Wait, was what? I didn't know that. That was the back page of the, the New York That's Daily News. That's how Doc ended up as a Sixer? That's how he became a Sixer. No shit. He was a net. And the Nets, I thought it was a trade. It no, wasn't a trade. It was a million dollars because Roy Bow. It might have been two million. Roy Bow was going broke. He owed everybody. Get he the owned hell the out Islanders. Oh, he owned the Islanders and the Nets. He was a carpetbagger. 
He got the money, wound up selling the teams. Nets, of course, the Nets. Is that never, urban legend or is, did, it just, did it just – But I'm saying, did it just – how was that not common knowledge? I don't How do I not know that. I'm just telling you, and it ruined it ruined my child. You want me to be a child? I, I cried then. To this day, I can't look at the. And then the Sixers go and steal their uniform. That was the Nets uniform. Yeah, the because the all right. So because the ABA final was David Thompson against Doc, against Doc in the Nets, Nets won. And the Nets and we're going to come over. Biggest thing. Nets and Doctor J. Yeah. CBS wound up. Who was David Thompson with? Was Denver in, Nuggets. Yeah, it was Issel. Yeah, Dan Issel. Yeah, Dan Issel. Yeah. Okay, hop. How about the Spurs with Larry yeah. Keenan and uh, Gervin. George Gervin? Yes. And then, of course, they were the Pacers. ABA was amazing, man. But there it is. That's how Dr. J became a Sixer. So I can never, ever – he's not a Sixer to me. I I hated not rooting for him because I hated the Sixers. But Colonel Gidry told me, he said, man, I hate the Boston Celtics. I hate green. Colonel Gidry said yeah. – he said when I he said when I joined the Army – and I realized I had to wear green. He's like, it, I, he, at least it's he, a different green. <laughs> it's a different green. At least it's a different. But I'm green. like, sir, you see? He goes, yes. Yeah. He goes, with the exception of my uniform, I told my wife, I don't want green plants. He's like, no. The only thing I liked about Philly was Rocky. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm talking about Rocky, man. All right, but I, as a Jersey guy, there's a, there's a part of me that likes. I like the Phillies. They were my third favorite team growing up because it yeah, was yeah. Yankees, Mets, Phillies. So. I don't hate Philly anymore. And I rooted for the Eagles when they right. beat New England in the Super Bowl. I don't hate them like I used to hate them. Yeah. But Boston, I'll never that hate will never lose leave me. I can't stand the Red Sox. I can't stand the the Patriots. I cannot stand the Celtics and the Bruins. I really don't give a damn about. How do you think Isaiah looks in all of this? I, I think, think he, Zeke I think Zeke looks I don't think he looks good. Why? Because I don't like the way he's been backing down in these in this this he's past not, week. I don't think he's I don't think he's backing he's, down. Well, he's very uncomfortable because I think yeah. he wants to have a positive. He wants people to have a positive view of him. I think he's telling that the big truth. Smile. I just feel bad for him because he's in a bad situation. Because I know I don't think he's sorry for not shaking their hands, and I don't blame him. To tell you the truth, I don't think he's sorry for not shaking their hands because, like you said, the Celtics did it. I think it, man. It was you understood it when you go to war with somebody and you finally get the best of them it, again with your little brother. Your little brother, when the little brother finally wins, the big brother ain't gonna be like, "Wow, I'm so proud of you." It's like whatever, piss off, and you and you go back in the house. So I didn't have an issue with it. What I think Isaiah realizes, and he said it, is what it cost him. Right. It is the label, the hat he had to wear because Jordan became it was like you had to be on Jordan's nobody took their side Bird didn't come out and go yeah we did it to them so what it's what you like had Larry Bird come out and said and if Larry Bird was was a part and they interviewed him and, and they said yo you walked out on Detroit Larry Bird would have probably said yeah I hated those assholes yeah but that's that's when you have a rival like that after going to war with the Pistons that's what you do had Larry Bird said that that would be different. If Chuck Daly was still alive some way, somehow, that would be different. That would have been nice. Any of the Celtics, but they got off scot-free. Yeah, no doubt. But they had owned the NBA. They had owned the NBA. And, but yet, like, the Pistons have to wear this. And that that's the thing that's so and, – and honestly, man, I was surprised. Of all the things that happened, the thing that surprised me most, it was. It was the first time I heard it that Isaiah admitted the hurt – of not being on the dream team. Amen. 
because he'd earned it. Yep. The resume was clear on it. He was blackballed. Completely. No doubt about it. And that's the pettiness of Jordan. You think, you think it was just him? Right, man. I, uh, no. I think I think that smiling. A, I think the smiling assassin, Magic Johnson, yeah. and Larry Bird both also had something. No, Barkley. Yeah. I think Bar- well, Bar- remember Barkley had Isaiah induct him into the Hall of Fame. Good point. But but you think about what Isaiah said in '87 with regard to Bird, the racial comment. Magic Johnson, when he first got it, the rumor was that Isaiah had said, "Hey, I don't I don't know," like maybe insinuated some homosexual, right? And then Jordan. So you sure. think about the Good three, point. the three biggest. Those were the guys that were on the first photo shoot. Those three are on the cover. So maybe Zeke pissed off the wrong. He pissed off the wrong people, which happens in life. He did. More of the rap coming up next. Thanks to David and Angel behind the scenes. Stevie Mack at home. He wants to work that kid. He puts all kinds of good stuff. Hey, we're going to come back. We haven't talked about the Lions draft yet and the NFL draft. We got lots to talk about. Oh, so about. I can stay pissed off. Oh, you can. That's fine. Of course. Yeah. It's Clarence cool. and Maz on cool. NRM Streamcast. Keep it right here.